Welcome to Vanguard Radio. The Aryan Alternative. News and views for whites you won't find anywhere else. The Aryan Alternative is a print publication of uncensored news for whites. Be the first in your neighborhood to distribute news without the Jews by ordering 100 copies for $12 through the Vanguard News Network. Visit GoVNN.com for ordering information. The Aryan Alternative and the Vanguard News Network. No Jews, just right. The problem is for the next generation. That's when the hurt's going to come by. Let's kick that gringo in the ass. Come on. Let's go. He's burning. They're taking over, and and you're a racist pig if you resist. Go back to Europe. It's a war. I'm a painter. In the last two years, I started buying guns. You don't make anything better by adding 30 million Mexicans to it, do you? I'm not going to sit by on my couch and get fat while my country disappears. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to hear from the founder of the Man Man Project? I'm going to show you an armed vigilante right here. These are our weapons. The, the reforms in immigration that have completely altered this country have been the result, really, of elite um, sentiment and, and, frankly, you know, ethnic interest group lobbying and so on. The Democratic Party sees massive immigration, both legal and illegal, as a source of voters. On the other side, the Republican Party sees massive immigration, both legal and illegal, as a source of cheap labor. There's absolutely no immigration law enforcement, which means we have no borders, which means we have no nation. If we don't choose this border, again, as the line in the sand, to our own government about what we, the people, demand and what we expect from the government, you know, uh, then uh, you might as well just check it in and make sure there's something good on TV every night and stay out of their way. Don't do anything wrong because you won't stand a chance. The United States government has refused to effectively protect the southern border with Mexico for 40 years. Average American citizens are now banding together to stand up against a government they feel no longer represents their interests. October Sun Films presents The Line in the Sand, a documentary by Byron Jost. Visit octobersunfilms.com for more information. Welcome to Goyfire. 
We have a list of topics tonight. First topic and special is uh, Byron Jost's film Line in the Sand has uh, made headlines again. So we're, we'll be revisiting that topic with Byron, who is in the studio tonight. We have Gloria Watson case and the uh, murders in Missouri. Danny Watson, Don Thornton in the news uh, with a Craig Cobb exclusive. Uh, we have Craig also in the studio, so we'll be talking about the details revolving around that case. And we have Adam Curry um, censoring us, uh, censoring our podcast from podcastalley.com uh, and his take on why uh, we should be censored. We'll be covering that as well. TNB, TSB, and TJB, as ever, will be tacked on to the end of the program. So uh, back to our top story tonight. Byron, line in the sand, is in the news again. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was attacked by a, uh, a radio talk show host in uh, Denver named uh, Michael Corbin. And uh, what had happened was uh, last Friday I got I got a phone call from this uh, from this whiny little man named uh, who supposedly was Phil Sheldon. Phil Sheldon. Phil Sheldon called me up and claimed to uh, represent all sorts of people in my movie: uh, Jim Gilchrist, Tom Tancredo, Chris Simcox, and Glenn Spencer, and saying that uh, they didn't like it and they they wanted uh, their images removed from the film. So I, I I got on the phone. I, I contacted some some people to find out if that was true, and of course it wasn't. They never heard of this uh, Phil Sheldon guy before. Phil Sheldon. Phil Sheldon. It wasn't until until this past Monday I got an email, you know, about this show. And and the thing is, Michael Corbin actually contacted me a couple of weeks ago to be on his show, and uh, I gave him I gave him my phone number and I sent him a, a review copy. So, so without even contacting me, uh, you know, he did this. Uh, he did this slander piece on on the movie with with and and his guest was this guy claiming to be uh, Paul David Collins, who claimed to have written a book with Phil Sheldon. But I'm telling you, man, that they're one and the same because that's the guy who called me. I recognized his voice instantly. So that was so, his, so then, uh, you know, his the, version the, of the, the investigative journalism. Yeah, I guess so. And and so. You know, and then the whole program just it launches into a, an attack, you know, on the Minutemen. And he was attacking Glenn Spencer for having the audacity to defend uh, Kevin McDonald. I should also add that uh, when when Sheldon called, he asked if I if I had signed releases from everybody in the movie, and of course I do. You know, he, it was obvious, you know, from that question, you know, uh, he was thinking about taking some sort of legal action. Yeah, okay. we do have the clip. Maybe uh, we could we could run it off. Uh, and uh, Stang, if you could just pipe that in. Well, today we are going to be tackling an extremely, and I mean this, an extremely difficult topic. I was uh, made privy to a video that is being distributed all over the country on websites uh, around the country. The video is called The Line in the Sand. Now, this video is produced by October Sun Films, and I got a review copy of this video about a week and a half ago. I started to watch it. Uh, it features Chris Simcox, who, as you well know, is a co-founder of the Miniman Project. Chris uh, hails out of Tombstone, Arizona. Uh, the other person that's prominently featured in it has been a guest on my program many times, Glenn Spencer, who is with American Patrol. Okay? Now, 
it, this video kind of lines out or lays out for the, the viewer what we're doing on the border, what the Miniman Project is doing on the border. Good stuff. You get to the middle of the video, they bring on a gentleman named Dr. Fred McDonald. Now, he is a uh, so-called evolutionary psychologist. I don't even know what evolutionary psychologist is, but regardless, he comes on and he lays out the history of immigration from 1924 forward. And I'm going to play the sound bites of Dr. McDonald, and then following Dr. McDonald, they bring on a despicable little creature named Alex Linder, who is with an outfit called Vanguard News Network. Now, uh, what becomes quite apparent to me, at least, uh, as the uh, person watching the video, is that there is a what I consider to be clearly an anti-Semitic spin coming out of Dr. McDonald's mouth. Now, granted, I've taken a lot of heat from people about Dr. McDonald being an academician, all of that good stuff, but you know what? I don't like the rhetoric. And that's what kind of tripped me to what was going on here. Now, when they get to the Alex Linder part of the video, Mr. Linder starts talking about whites, which then began to me to become a white supremacist kind of thing. Well, lo and behold... I went and checked out Alex Linder, and I checked out Dr. McDonald, uh, and I went to Alex Linder's website, VanguardNewsNetwork.com. And, folks, I'm going to caution you. If you go to that website, I would strongly advise that you have a strong stomach, and I would strongly advise that you don't allow your children to see it. I have never seen in one, in one site, one website, more of a collection of, 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 of garbage and vulgarity in my entire time that I've been doing research. What I saw on Vanguard News Network, at the bottom part of it, the subtitle of Vanguard News Network, it says, No Jews, Just Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sahara, Sahara. <laughs> yeah. So, so is, is Linder saying that if there, weren't any, if there weren't any Jews, there wouldn't be any Sheldons who call up people and claim that other people claim to represent other people? And assume three three named Ilo what is it Anglo Irish uh, monikers in place of their rightful Jewish ones. There wouldn't be any of that if there were no Jews. Wow, sounds good to me. Yeah, well, this is just the intro. This is him outlining the problem, you know, in a very uh, opinionated way. Now we've got the second clip, uh, which goes a little bit more into his tactics, uh, uh, which which reminded me of this the. Adam Curry tactics of, of trying to get people to apologize for being in this film or maybe they were duped uh, into being in this film or distancing themselves from the material in the film, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, Stan, if you have that second clip. Now, naturally, I'm very shocked about this, and I'm wondering what is going on here. I outlined my problem with this video, and that was the first part of my problem was Dr. McDonald. Okay? My second problem with this video, and the more important part of the problem I had with this video, was Alex Linder's contribution to it and who he is. And the people that I have dealt with, the patriotic men and women that are involved in this, okay, these people are pure of heart. They have a, a pure reason why they're doing this. They want to save the country. But I suspect that, you know, at the higher levels of all of this stuff, 
we're seeing some massive infiltration. And where it goes, I'm going to report on this today. Where this goes is clearly an agenda that is that I think is designed to discredit and destroy any effort that any of us try to put into this issue and try to save our country. I think that it is geared toward the idea of discrediting all of us. Hence, this is the reason I'm doing this program. Because my goal is to try and salvage the integrity of what is taking place in the, in the movement to bring illegal immigration to the fore as a legitimate issue that we need to solve. And at the same time, I think that all of those people, like myself included, that have believed that some of the leadership of this, uh, of this organization were doing the right thing, I'm saying that I think that it looks to me like they have been compromised. That is my opinion. But I think that this needs to be put out there so that everybody in the listening audience and beyond can make their own choices because everything that I'm going to talk to you about today has been thoroughly researched. We are still thoroughly researching it. There's, there's still things that we have end, loose ends, what you call in research, that need to be tied out. Second, to inform you, and third, to encourage you to do the research as well, to prove to yourself what I'm talking about, and then decide what kind of action you take as far as making these people accountable and rooting them out of this organization and rooting them out of this movement. That is the only way that we can keep this thing with its integrity. Going back to this situation with Glenn Spencer, I wrote Glenn an email. So I wrote to Glenn and asked him for a, an explanation of this. Glenn's response to me was shocking. And he kind of basically doesn't denounce uh, the, the video and uh, the anti-Semitic or the white supremacist content. In some ways, uh, he finds that, uh, that Kevin McDonald uh, is somebody that uh, is very professional. He's a co-founder of Voice of Citizens Together. Uh, you know, and all of that. But you know what? Here's the thing. He's not, he didn't even address the Alex Linder part of this, the Vanguard News Network part of this, which is a key component of this video. BNN is a key component of this video, according to Michael Corbin. Oh, my. Yeah, it, it, it's really amazing because, I mean, this documentary, you know, features, uh, you know, pretty much all sides of the debate. I, I, I noticed he's not criticizing uh, the Mexicans who are saying, uh, go back to Europe, and this is our land, and fuck you. No, he, he's criticizing a, a tenured uh, a college professor whose research and, and papers are meticulously bibliographed and uh, you know, footnoted. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think that shows where Corbin's agenda lies. You know, he's not attacking the Mexicans. He's attacking a college professor and, 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 uh, and, and a guy who's, uh, who's got a news website. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't actually refute anything that McDonald says, or even bring it up, because he can't. So these are no. these are like the morons who are like little miniature, really dumb, goyish type Jews, you know, carrying out the Jews' agenda. What does McDonald say? How are you going to deal with immigration without dealing with the cause of it? If the same people still control our government and push through legislation creating the problem you claim you're addressing, and yet you denounce others who mention those people, there's something wrong with you. Either you're the real conspirator well, or you're and also, just simply stupid. Uh, he calls what McDonald says rhetoric. 
I, I mean, I mean, there's no rhetoric. I mean, I mean, McDonald's just laying out uh, well-documented historical facts. Michael Corbin himself admits he claimed came to the party late in terms of uh, resisting the invasion. And I noticed when he started out, he said, uh, "We're going to be dealing with an extremely, and I mean extremely, difficult topic. One that I wish were not true." You know, when I heard that the first time, I thought uh, he must be talking about all this distasteful, dangerous murdering, raping, uh, interaction, and demanding interaction with the multicult from all over the world that white people are enduring. But, of course, in an instant I realize that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about our healthy reaction to it and our uh, rejection and, and kicking it out of our system, trying to, uh, out of our personal lives and every other aspect. Honestly, I mean, I mean you guys have seen uh, the film. I mean, is there anything really all that uh, hateful in the movie? The, the only the only really hateful element uh, I, I see in the film are the Mexicans. Well the, well, the hateful element is, Byron, we are not allowed to determine our own self-destiny in this country because uh, it's been decided for us, there was never any vote on it, that uh, especially post-JFK assassination, when, when the implication was that political universalism leads to spiritual universalism and vice versa, post uh, the 1964... Uh, Civil Rights Act, and then following on that, the, the uh, Hart Seller Act. So, uh, you know, this is how JFK would have wanted it. It was how it was uh, presented in the press at the time. And this is where he would have gone, just as it's presented to us. As, this is what Tom Jefferson, old Tom Jefferson, wanted. No, I don't think he did want our women to be raped and and uh, all of this upside-down topsy-turvy where, where uh, you dumbed-down students are given uh, advanced degrees. It's just wrong. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't make any argument. I mean, we have a major problem. Byron's video is the only video that explains in simple terms, this is how the problem came about. And I represent a reaction to that problem. I mean, there, there's no way around white people being white, fighting to defend white interests. That's the only level in which you can potentially alter the outcome. And so we see the Jews and the dupes and the, the, the corrupt and the sellout like this... Uh, Corbin, I don't know his background. He may just be stupid, or he may simply be cynically playing to his audience, telling them that, you know, we're these instigators and we're these infiltrators and we're trying to corrupt their movement. No, we're trying to give it a, a, a logical basis to operate from, which is that the same people who let these Mexicans in for their own peculiar racial interests still control our country. And they create many other problems. It's not just immigration. All these problems trace back to the Jewish taproot. And that's what we're pointing out. And McDonald gives a solid academic basis for understanding why the Jews felt it was good for them, for them, not for us whites who founded America, to let the third world into our country. And we resist that on a racial basis. So we bring a gun to a gunfight, and that shocks these idiots. Well, what whites cannot, we cannot take a, our own position. It's not allowed us. It's disallowed us. That's exactly what McDonald says in the movie. Why can't... Uh, uh, Michael Corbin, note, note that. At least state it and, and say, you know, there's, gosh, there sure is some truth in that. Haven't we all noticed? Yeah, who, who says the only basis from which we can resist the Jew-sponsored Mexican invasion is individualist? Individualism is what got us into this problem in the first place. Pretend that we're a nation of immigrants who come from everywhere on earth. No. We're a nation of racists founded by Europeans, for Europeans, and who se secured the Constitution to protect their posterity. That means white babies. It doesn't mean little Mexican rats. It doesn't mean little Native American ants and acorn eaters. It doesn't mean swindling kikes from Russia. It means whites. 
whites from Europe, civilized people, the ones not looting after Katrina. And so this, this Corbin's a little butt. And I, you know, as, as with everyone, I issue a challenge. Hey, you know, I'll, I'll go on your show. I'm sure Byron would be happy to go on your show. I'm sure Craig would be happy to go on your show. Hey, any, any of us is willing to take you on in pretty much any forum and we'll kick your ass. Because we're not afraid to go right straight to the facts of the matter, and you are afraid to bring up the facts. So you have your ratty little Jews call around and misrepresent themselves and try to make bogus claims about people in the movie and, get, and say that they want to be removed. I mean, that's exactly why we say no Jews just right, because your behavior shows you don't belong among us, and we're rising up to resist you. We're going to drive you out of the country that you never founded, and, and all you ever did to this country was mess it up. Yeah, is the drollness of diversity, the, 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 the terror, is, is it enough yet? No, it's not enough yet for most whites. The day's coming, though, and that's what they don't like. We're addressing it. We're fighting back against it, and wh what could be more uh, hateful for, for a vile, uh, despicable little creature like Alex Linder to do, right, and the rest of us? Hey, I'm not that little. I object to being called little. I'm <laughs> medium-sized. And from what I hear, this son yeah. of a bitch is super-sized. I'm going to call him a supersized Cretan. Look at me, I'm a big fat slob! I've got bigger titties than you did! I've got more chins than a Chinese phone pick! <laughs> Whatever level of fight they want, uh, we can bring it. And I want to say also that we've got uh, in TAA 3, which is coming soon to a newsstand near you, if it has to be hand delivered, uh, we're going to, we have a, uh, a long uh, review of the line in the sand. We also have the interview with uh, with Byron Jost, who's on here today. So you're going to want to uh, get your copy of that. If if you don't find one left in your driveway by Craig and other fine uh, others of our fine distributors, it's coming out real soon. Anyway, the, uh, the all the writing's done, and we're working on the cover. It should be printed on Tuesday. Probably it will be printed by the well, time you hear this. Super size Cretan actually goes goes on. We have a third section of this clip. He actually calls in an expert. This expert is uh, the guy who called me is Phil Sheldon. Phil Sheldon. Phil Sheldon. But the guy who appears on the show is uh, Paul David Collins. And isn't that like a Jew to assume a very Aryan sort of a name, deliberately to mislead the audience? Very Jewish. Very characteristically Jewish. We lied. It was what we did, said Monica Lewinsky. Welcome to the program, Paul, this morning. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Michael. Glad to be here. Now, what I want to do is, as I've been kind of laying out the first opening moments of the program, is, you know, it kind of started with this video, The Line in the Sand, this interview that they did with Dr. Kevin McDonald out of California, uh, and also Alex Linder, who is with the Vanguard News Network, which I, again, you know, caution people, is that digging into this kind of stuff started to point in some very strange directions, and it's something that's been kind of flying under the surface. There's been allegations that, uh, you know, that, uh, that people that are interested in, uh, you know, uh, stopping the influx of illegal immigrants into the country, uh, you know, some of these people that participate in these deals are anti-Semitic or connected to white supremacist organizations. Let me first of all get your impression of Dr. McDonald and also Alex Linder. Okay, well, Dr. McDonald, um, He's an evolutionary psychologist, as you already said, and that really goes into the topics that Phil and I explored in our book, The Ascendancy of the Scientific Dictatorship. Uh, evolutionary psychology basically uh, is, is, the, is the melding of, of the, the ideas that we see in psychology from Vant to Freud to et cetera, all these different you know, major icons in psychology, the melding of their ideas with, with uh, Darwinian ideas. 
and it's what what you have is uh, as a result is this very racist kind of uh philosophy that 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 criminal behavior that low i q uh, low test scores and whatnot uh basically can be traced back to uh to interracial breeding to to the races becoming uh mixed and, and whatnot in that uh separate development somehow is is better for all races concerned uh Macdonald is a very sneaky crafty kind of guy because what well, it's not the racism that that the old kk kkk used to drive that he's that he's uh, putting forward. It's not. It's not that Archie Bunker type. That's very blatant, blatant and in your face. You know, filled with a bunch of easily uh, debunked uh, misinterpretations of the Bible. It's instead got a kind of garb around it of pseudo intellectualism and 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 pseudo uh, and pseudoscience. Uh, he basically holds that that. Uh, the 1924 cutoff date of, for immigration that was put forward by several uh, groups that were uh, interested in racial supremacy and Nordic supremacy was a good idea that needs to be reviewed and redeemed by historians. And and he he couches a lot of what he has to say in a in a lot of of highfalutin uh, highfalutin terminologies that and and. And that makes it sound like it's 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 a work of scholarship, right? And 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 it has people fooled because he has worked, and I believe he still does at, at CSU in uh, in California. Um, but the racism of evolutionary psychology is based upon genes, not simply uh, skin color. And, and the whole idea, uh, if you go to his website and and look at the different articles that he has up there is the idea that that somehow we're getting genetically screwed up by having these different races mixed together and and therefore we have to re- that in that is the reason why we have to review our immigration policy which is not what you or I or or I believe the majority of the minutemen uh, hold that's not the reason that we want to get this uh, immigration problem under under control right you know you and I are are more concerned with foreign ideologies that run contrary to to the tenets of Americanism, uh, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the what what the founding fathers uh, laid down in the uh, Federalist Papers. Uh, foreign ideologies that run contrary to those ideas being insinuated into the uh, in, into the the country being being brought into the country by by people that had no intention of being assimilated in the first place that's right. what we're right. scared of what these guys what macdonald what uh, what john tanton uh, are seeking uh, is a race based uh <clears throat> immigration policy where your your ideology notwithstanding uh, you you shouldn't be allowed in here unless you are strictly english unless you are strictly of the, of the white race and so there's a there's a line of distinction that needs to be drawn in in instead of just this indiscriminate kind of lumping us all together right okay listen when he says that uh, we want a race based immigration that's exactly what the 1965 hart seller act was race-based, heavily, 
anti-white. That's exactly what the Jews made. We want the same kind of thing they want in Israel. We want our people, the ones who created this country, preferred. And we want to exclude the people that we know are destructive and genetically stupid. Byron, why don't you address him calling McDonald sneaky and crafty in light of his approach to you? Because McDonald is the oh, most yeah. straightforward academic you can imagine. Uh, McDonald is a very uh, straightforward guy. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, nothing sneaky uh, about him. He just lays out the facts. And uh, with, with, with this, uh, with this guy claim, you know, what, what this guy did was totally sneaky and underhanded. You know, calling me, claiming to represent so, so once all again, these people. So imagine that. Imagine yeah. McDonald doesn't go around calling people pretending he's someone else, but this clown, this Jew, does. And I want to make the point to people listening that this is characteristic Jewish behavior. It's not the odd Jew that acts like this. It's the average Jew that acts like this. And that's the goddamn problem. These people come before us and we treat us as though they are us. And they have the same ideas and, and motivations, and they don't at all. And we have to see them as an other, as an enemy, as an alien, as people who do not belong here and do not belong among us, and who threaten our very existence. And I mean that quite literally. You know, he goes into to, to the uh, Constitution and Bill of Rights and Federalist Papers and, and how uh, people like, like, like Kevin McDonald are, are advocating a, a immigration policy that uh, flies in the face of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the Federalist Papers and the Founding Fathers. Well, it's, it's the equivalent of, of, of us citing Talmudic rabbis and saying that this is what the Talmudic rabbis uh, really wanted. They're parsing this the same way they did the Talmud for, for you know, centuries. Paul David Collins or Sheldon, whatever his name is, uh, he actually used the term crappy analysis, wasn't it? What does that mean, crappy analysis? Now, of course, Kevin McDonald in the Culture of Critique had a whole chapter about the how Sigmund Freud has been debunked and yet is still practiced by primarily Jewish, Jewish psychoanalysts. Uh, Sigmund Freud, the, the cocaine addict, and uh, then also he was talking about uh, McDonald's usage of hyphenated terms, or the double modifiers, or, or is, is this like uh, Hispanic American, Afro American, Asian American, and Jewish American? Is that kind of what they're talking about where... Uh, if you get a little detailed, like a uh, Zionist Jew, things like that, is that what he means? Well, yeah, mm -hmm. it's funny because yeah, in the documentary, yeah, he uh, he uses the term uh, European American, and I don't I don't see how that how that's uh, any worse than uh, saying African American or Mexican American or anything. Everything is construed so as to deny white people collective existence, even at the level of terminology. And yet we are a people, we did form this nation, we continue to have interests, and pretending that we don't is making us third-class slaves in our own land. And when I say slaves, I mean that we work for others for free, and the money is taken from us to subsidize their health and welfare, and it comes directly at our expense as blacks invade and Mexicans invade formerly all white areas of the country, not just California and Texas and Florida but pretty much everywhere. With them, they bring their culture, which is rap, hip-hop, and you know, rape, murder, all the stuff that we talk about in the TNV section of this show. And, uh, yeah, we resist that. And the only successful basis from which we can resist that is a racial basis. That's why we say white. And that scares these little pretend conservatives who think they're resisting the new world order from an, an individual basis. But that is, that is a trap that has been set up because it, it's ineffectual. It can't work.
you have to resist a team with your own team, and our team is whites. And more and more people are adding their strength to us and coming our way because they know that we're right. They know that we're the only real alternative to the uh, the two wings of the Jewish carrion eating America. I, I called it, uh, you know, I told uh, Pat Buchanan, and he used it, Alex, when he ran, uh, two wings of the same bird of prey mm -hmm. are the uh, Republican and Democrat parties. And uh, he used exactly. it, and uh, I think we mentioned it in the Goy Fire. Mark Kandraki panned it on air as, uh, as the print over used it. So I, I, uh, I remember emailing uh, him and his sister and his entire, uh, every email address he had, and there were several. Well, the, the point there is that re regardless of which metaphor you use, the Republican Democratic parties are part of the same party, and it's what they agree on that is where we disagree, making us the real alternative. They're a false alternative. They push the lie of racial equality, and that involves a huge amount of covering up of crimes committed by one race against the other because they provide evidence against that lie. And if we are allowed to acknowledge that evidence, then the natural conclusion when people say, well, geez, these people cause us so much problem, let's separate from them. It's, it's not only the violence, too. It's the day-to-day -day transference of wealth, and transference of goodwill away from our people. Uh, look, it, it, it's pretty much accepted that whites have the most, uh, the, the worst motives possible. And, and uh, you know, this is what coloreds think. We're, we're the worst people. We're the only haters. We're the only people essentially genetically capable of it, practically. Yeah, they've been trained that we're haters. And, yeah. and we have all the power and we're suppressing it. You saw that in Katrina. Once they're screaming, help me. Now, uh, the other side, from the other side, they're shooting at the relief helicopters. So they they are in relation to to whites, the blacks and coloreds are as as children to adults, and the Jews in particular have taught them a, just a rancorous hatred of whites for oppressing them. But whites didn't oppress them, and to to, to a good extent, we liberated them from from Africa and the hellish conditions there, and we feed them enough tax money that, you know, they can laze around more or less happily, certainly better off than their, their co-racialists in Africa, uh, and yet still they hate us. So why do we help them? Yeah, well, it drags us down. One thing that hit me here is he's always talking, or this organization uh, is talking about legal immigration. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all about legality. It's not about the race. So a legal Ethiopian is preferable to an illegal um Irishmen. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous. Well, I think that, that referring to legality gives them a cover. You know, they, 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 they want to make this big distinction. Well, what's the difference? We have a million legal immigrants coming in anyway, in, or at least several hundred thousand, in addition to the million to two million illegals. So both kinds of immigration are the problem. And yes, the, 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 our country was founded on a racial basis. There were <clears throat> the, the people in the country were white. They weren't blacks and Chinese and Mexicans and Filipinos and Nigerians. They were they were white. And as uh, Byron right, said, only now the crux white males over 21 own property could vote. The crux of this issue, now McDonald talks about this in 24. That was when they did pass a race-based immigration policy. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. They were reacting to four decades of heavy uh, immigration from southern and eastern Europe, and included in that were a very large number of Jews. And the minute those Jews got off the boat, they were pushing the idea back then that America is a nation of immigrants and a one great melting pot, and, and uh, it's changed today. They don't preach the melting pot any longer, but they still provide a false narrative of American history, like, like Byron was talking about uh our founding documents. It's always a Jew that stands between you and, and whatever the papers. They want they want to interpret for us our own history. 
because our history was racist, so they have to interpret it in a Jew-favorable direction, and that means lying about it. That means flipping reality to say that, no, we were never racist, but we always were. And racist is nothing more than us protecting our own interests, the same way Jews and blacks and Mexicans do. It's just that the Jews control yeah. our media and our politicians through their money, and we're denied a, a right to defend ourselves. Right now, although Goyfire and, and BNN are certainly making headway and big time in terms of uh, the ways we're making, nonetheless, we're pikers compared to the amount of money that Jews uh, banter, uh, banty around this country. Look, uh, there are housewives, you know, dentists' wives uh, in New York contributing to election funds in California. If you look at the uh, federal election monies and, and who's contributing for various candidates, it's absolutely frightening. And then they say, well, you can do this too. Well, yeah, we can, but every time we try it, we have people like this Sheldon uh, and in all their permutations and representations all over the country who get on the public airways and uh, denounces as haters, you see. Yeah, and the, the Jews have a long tradition that they use their money and they send it around the country to uh, destroy the candidacies of incumbents who dare to criticize them. We saw that with Cynthia McKinney, a black representative from the South, and we saw that even as long ago as uh, there's a Lewis McFadden who denounced the Federal Reserve back in the 20s, and, and he was defeated. And they spread the uh, they spread the rumor. The Jews spread the rumor around Washington that he was insane because he opposed the Federal Reserve. The Fed was created in 1913. It could have been called the Jew Empowerment Act. It empowered a bunch of, a cabal of Jewish bankers with the right to print money and just create money out of thin air. And and we all have to pay interest on that. And so now they have basically stolen our country that we own free and clear in 1900. That we had cleared it, as one of our writers says in TA3, at an incalculable risk of blood and treasure. You know, we white men had cleared this, this country off by 1900. We made it into a beautiful place, and we owned it free and, and with no debt. And today we owe, you know, something like $450,000 per taxpayer in national debt, and the Jews own all the, all the prime real estate in America. Now, what did the dollar go down this week, Alex? It went down six, over 6%, wasn't it, in a single day? It's absolutely frightening. Oh, I, I mentioned to one of the biggest uh, businessmen. Yeah, yeah. The Zionist war that's uh, taking mm -hmm. its toll. Well, I think we, we've more or less covered this Corbin uh, uh, segment, unless, uh, Byron, you have anything you want to, to add. It, it did generate a few sales. All right. So that was good. And, uh, you know, maybe I yeah. should, uh, you know, call him and thank him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What? We'd did, like to, VNN would like to thank him for mentioning many, our website several times. <laughs> does anyone know how many listeners this guy has? Uh, he, he has a major audience in, uh, Denver. He, he, he's got a big show and, and it's on for three hours. It's on from, uh, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. daily, five days a week. He's got a big audience. Yeah. This is good news in a way. Uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity, so uh, I hope it does boost sales. Um, I think his his uh, his arguments against your film were pretty transparent and uh, disingenuous. I, I wouldn't even call them arguments. I just call them smears. Right. A typical tactic, you know, don't don't address what's being addressed. Just try to get it shut down by intimidating people yeah. and get them to retract well put. by any means necessary. Yeah, it is, uh, of course, after they come through the border, which Byron chronicled so well in The Line in the Sand, um, we, there's a case this week of what they do. Now, up in Minneapolis, which, uh, of course, is where NSM is located, there's a rapist there, and he's been described in a newspaper report as having black hair slicked back with gel. 
Well, he's accosted like a troll under a bridge. He's accosted. Accosted is not the word. Excuse me. Let me retract that. He's a, he's viciously changed the lives of, of two white, uh, probably white women. It's, it is Minneapolis. They may not be, but of course they don't report the details because that might inflame the white masses. But it is Minneapolis. In one case, this rapist uh, knifed and/or slashed one woman, and in the second case, he knocked her teeth out. This is in addition to raping them. You know, this is just one uh, serial rapist in this country, and it's afflicted with literally dozens of them. Uh, there's just a huge uh, criminal element coming up through that uh, southern border. In fact, a, a couple of years ago, uh, uh, the Deseret, <clears throat> the Deseret News, which is uh, one of one of the main papers up in Salt Lake City, uh, published uh, photos of Utah's 40 most wanted, and uh, just about all of them were Mexican. Or Central American, you know, they're all uh, pretty much mestizo or, or Indians from uh, from from Mexico or Central America. They they attacked the paper for being racist for just uh, uh, publishing the photos of uh, Utah's 20 most wanted. That has uh, happened in other cities, Byron. I know that Philadelphia printed pretty much the top top thing, the honor roll of the the murderers in town. They're all niggers, and then and the local nigger community went nuts. You know the and, and well, sorry, it's the facts. Well, the facts are racist, so they can't be allowed. Same thing in Salt Lake. I, I've seen the other paper in Salt Lake print like the, you know, these are the murders committed in the last year in Salt Lake, and they're basically a bunch of Mexicans. Up at the University of Michigan this week, there was this case where they had a, a fracas between whites and and a, a spick. And it turns out that uh, La Raza is represented on campus, uh, just as has happened in California, we know. So, uh, I mean, this TSB is going all over. In this case, up in Michigan, uh, La Raza is there, and Michigan's a public university. It's paid for by taxpayers' money. Now, are whites going to go in there? Is VNN going to be allowed in office or, or anyone else? I mean, it's just preposterous. Craig? What uh, what some students have tried to do in the past is form like an Aryan student union or that sort of thing. That's the way to approach it. But, of course, the minute they try to, like we had that girl a couple of years ago try to form a Caucasian club in a California high school, the authorities come down and say, well, we don't, we don't mean that. I mean, the only, only ethnics, only Asians and, and Mexicans and blacks and Jews can form their own private club. There's no legal reason that whites shouldn't step up. It's a perfect way to fight and say, no, we want our own rights. Mm -hmm. We want our own student union. We want our own uh, special history days. We want our own ethnic advisors. You get it when you demand it. You won't if you don't demand it. You'll get run over. These people are happy to run you over. They have no respect for you. Only whites have respect for other types of people. Chains referring to the Michigan State University. Um, uh, there was a scuffle there with one girl here, and actually, it, the the name of the organization that showed up is not. La Raza, but MEXA, which stands for Movimento Estudadil Exialo de Aslan. So it has something to do with Aslan. Yeah, they had them at my school. Oh, yeah, and they're... And or at least on the five college campus. Is Chief Sheldon going to call them up? <laughs> I suspect not. But but their motto, MEXA's motto is, um, for the race, everything outside the race, nothing. Okay. That's right, Byron. That's yeah, La Raza's what is, what motto. Is that? Okay, now what is well, the it, it's also Mecha's motto. Mecha uses that motto too. Oh, do they? Ozitlan? What's the uh, what's uh, the relation between La Raza and Mecha? Well, Mecha is basically kind of uh, I, I don't think there's any official ties, but I mean they they, they have plenty of unofficial ties, and uh, Mecha is kind of the, the student yeah. version of La Raza. All you need to do is just go to Mecha's website okay. and uh, read what they have to say, and it and and it, it's there. It's you know it's, yeah. I think it's like a 
para la, para la raza todo, uh, you know, uh, for the race, everything, and uh, uh, outside the race, sure. uh, nothing. But, but the mere incorporation or, or organization under bylaws on campus, on a public university, on a state university, uh, it, it's just beyond the as long as whites don't resist it, it's going to get worse. When all the people listening to us do nothing, that's when it gets worse. When you're cowed by people like Phil Sh uh, Sh Sheldon, uh, a.k.a. Paul David Collins, whoever they are, by, by Jew spokesmen and, and Chavez Goy, as long as you're cowed, <laughs> your daughter's in danger. Yeah, and uh, I'd well, like to uh, uh, what we can do for our part is say, if students will step forward and try to form these groups, we'll be more than happy to go and address your group. And uh, well, if you want to invite campus to speak, I mean, most students, at many campuses, students have to put in money to an activities fund that is used to uh, pay speakers. We'll be happy to come and speak and, and give you an alternative view of what they call civil rights or what they call hate or, 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 or anything else that you want, to, uh, you want to discuss. And we'll back you in your efforts to create a white student union. Initiative has to come from, from people in the local areas who want to stand up and defend themselves, as we do on a national level, and also in our own individual areas of the country. We're all from different places. We leave that out there as a standing offer. Our second story tonight was uh, your exclusive uh, interview that you did with Gloria Watson in the double murders that took place up there in northern uh, Missouri. Maybe you could just tell us a few words about your efforts. In late 2004, late April, I should say, in St. Joseph, Missouri, which is up in the northwestern corner, two young people, Danny Watson and Don Thornton, a fortuitous stroke of fate, as if we could even include that word fortuitous in this type of story. The children were staying at their grandparents on the night their parents were murdered. So here's what happened. Uh, some niggers drove up from Kansas City, which is 50 miles south. They were looking for some drug dealer associate of theirs who used to live in this house as a renter in Don and Danny's house. But Don and Danny had recently bought the house just a, a mere few weeks earlier. It was their first home. They had bought it. And they did not even know these people who murdered them. So the police chief there, uh, the commander, Jim Connors, called it, uh, they killed what they found, speaking of the niggers in Kansas City. Now, after that, get this, they picked up a 17-year-old white girl, these murderers, and they drove her to Kansas City and at an abandoned house at the corner of 51st and Wabash while wearing rubber gloves, they raped this uh, teenager, white teenager, for five hours, gang raped her. And uh, they actually said there was so much semen in her vagina, they could not even separate it to do DNA tests to determine the perpetrators. However, I guess the prosecutor, well, the prosecutor, as I understand it, is alleging that, the, or Gloria has told me, that these three murders who they do have, these alleged murders, are... Uh, also charged or, or going to be charged with the rapes. They participated in those. Now, the other 12 rapists, they haven't even found. And, and I want to say this. Listen, we have a new correspondent, and, and her name is Catherine Ann Duncan. And just the other day, Stan hasn't even got it online yet, just the other day we called to Kansas City, and I talked to the PR man who's a nigger, in my opinion. I, I don't think anybody would disagree when you hear him. His name is Tony Sanders. And he's the PR spokesman, the head guy, not just some flunky. He is the head PR liaison in the Kansas City Police, as I'm told. And uh, when I mentioned this gang rape case, you know what he said? 
Oh, oh yeah, I, I vaguely remember that one. But he, he, he couldn't bring any of the details to mind when I asked him, or do they have a big uh, dragnet for the 12 uh, uncaptured rapists? So this is where we are, and this is what we're railing against, exactly this kind of thing. Yeah. Where, where these people are in positions of power in government, and then they, they act so lackadaisical, and, and, and they just essentially just rub it in your face, yeah, yeah, with a little smirk. Yeah, well, that's what he's paid not to remember those details. Well, it, it's a horrific case, and in, in St. Joseph, Missouri, uh, I guess it's the worst murder in literally decades. Now, something else, they just, they're not going for the uh, death penalty. Dwight K. Scroggins, who's the prosecutor in Buchanan County, is not. And you may remember, well, Gloria Watson told us this, that all he would have to do is pick up the phone and a major prosecutorial task force would be dispatched from Jefferson City, Missouri. Now, they've had a change of venue on this case because they're afraid that these niggers won't get a fair trial. And uh, also this week, Dwight K. Scroggins, the prosecutor in Buchanan County, in a meeting with Gloria Watson, according to what Gloria told us, threw down an autopsy picture of her dead son. She'd never seen it. And you'll hear on the recording with uh, Catherine and Duncan and myself calling Gloria and talking with her that her husband's yelling in the background. He is very angry about it. And he was angry about it when it happened, and I guess he tried to cover her eyes. You know, women are incredibly sensitive about those things, and, and a mother, why in the world would Scroggins do that? What's the point? What's the purpose? I, I don't get it. I didn't get, quite get what you meant about that photo. What, what was it that... Uh... The prosecutor was doing, he withheld okay. it? That's right. Yeah, the Jews are going to make a Law & Order episode about it. It's sickening. For what purpose do you do that? And and then on top of that, she keeps asking, we want the death penalty. And the, and the guy won't respond. He doesn't want to do the death penalty. And again, we've seen it all over the country in states where there is a death penalty. And these niggers are committing mass murders, multiple murders. And they don't get the death penalty. Even the Carr brothers was retracted. And it should be pointed out that this is exactly the sort of thing that Jefferson and, and Lincoln feared would happen if black and white populations were mixed because the lines of distinction between them are indelible, as Jefferson said, and nature drew them, and they're just incompatible. And Lincoln said it would be the absolutely the ghastliest thing possible to try to mix the black and white races on the false basis of equality. And that's what's going on. It's, it's like a science experiment carried out by Jews. And they believe that they benefit from it, but and of course our interests don't matter in the slightest to them. Their interest lies in destroying us as a people, and this is part of that. This is what that entails, encouraging girls to mix with niggers and, and encouraging everybody to keep quiet about the effects of bringing niggers into our communities and treating them as our equals when they aren't our equals. And we need to remember that the niggers and the 15 gang rapists and the cops and the prosecutors and the politicians afraid to do anything about it. These are all symptoms. And the disease, the thing that causes these symptoms is the Jews controlling our country, our banks, our media, and telling all of us that none of this is happening. Now, you, as Craig said, you won't see this sure. on your, your local CSI. What, you'll see, what you might see is the exact same story with the races reversed. They would show a gang of 15 white nationalists or neo-Nazis raping a black girl, right? And you say, oh, that wouldn't happen? Well, what the fuck do you think John Grisham's stuff is? Showing Klansmen raping black girls? White-on-black rape virtually never happens, whereas black-on-white rape is almost treated as a simple assault these days. It's almost encouraged. 
And this is, this is the outrage, this is the, part of the outrage that we put up with because we are allowing Jews to control our country. Yeah, I think that was a, a very salient point, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, how they re- actually reverse the crime in, in their fiction. They, they've done that on, on more than one, I believe. I don't watch that show, but I know they've done it. One other thing, Danny Watson Sr., Danny Watson's dad, he was fired from his job at the factory, I believe it was after 25 years. You know, a guy on VNNForum.com, he just published a lot of links to the diversity sections of various corporate websites in this country. Now, the reason Danny Watson Sr. was fired was because uh, he and his son used to work together at the same factory in St. Joe. And imagine this kind of thing happening in your life. We just really can't imagine. I mean, this is not a car wreck or something with a death. It's a... Horrific, more horrific. Well, where's all the corporate sensitivity? You know, they're so fucking sensitive to diversity. Where's the sensitivity for Danny Watson Sr. and Jr.? You know, why can't they tell this guy, you know what, take a year off, brother? Yeah, well, you're right. Is he gonna? He's, is he going to see anything from his, uh, his uh, corporate CEO, or is he just going to be asked uh, you know, why he's not uh, showed up uh, on time? For the last uh, right, he was fired a week or whatever. They fired him. He was fired. Danny Watson. Oh, they fired him. Yes. I guess he was taking too he much. He said time he just couldn't off. bear to. Yeah, they said he couldn't bear to go back to work right yet. I mean, imagine the trial's not even over. Uh, he just because he used to see his son there every day, and they'd work together. Probably had lunch together. Do you see what I mean? I mean, this is their community, their place, and it's not their place now. The only people helping them are the bikers. The the most common salt of the earth for regular people, as we all are. You know, the leaders of the community, the newspaper, the Bradley family who own the St. Joseph News Press, none of them are helping. The churches aren't helping. None of them. Yeah, well, I know our listeners are looking forward to this second part two of your exclusive interviews. Uh, these are details I'm hearing for the first time after listening to the first exclusive. So uh, we're looking forward to that, um, and we'll float it also uh via podcast uh, to to our listeners uh, so that more people can hear about this case, which is uh, quite clearly being stifled uh, by the media. And as Alex mentioned, uh, if it does come out, it'll come out as a fiction where the races are reversed, where you'll have a uh, Mm -hmm. white perpetrators and black victims. To any listeners who take an interest in this, go to vnnform.com. Uh, type in Gloria Watson in the search box, and then please do this. Go to the Court TV message board on Court TV and ask Fred Graham and the people at Court TV to broadcast this case. We need this case on the Court TV. Right. I, I recall uh, your your similar efforts at the car case, the Wichita massacre. This, this brings me back to another censorship case. In fact, uh, Adam Curry is back in the news. Uh, after making a stand for free speech, and we covered this in our last Goy Fire, he rescinded uh, and, in fact, had us uh, banned from the Podcast Alley directory after just one week of being there. In fact, we were rated at the number two, number three position in the politics, in the cultural and politics category. Uh, so we had gotten a lot of votes for the month of uh, October, and at that point, we were uh, then yanked. And uh, we have a clip here of Adam Curry um, basically going back on what he uh, what he said the week before, pulling us from the lineup. So, uh, Stan, if you could play that clip for us. I want you to know that for the past, I think, two weeks now, 
We have been consumed at Podshow, uh, part of it when I was still in San Francisco, and uh, part of it this week, with um, listings in our directory. I'm just going to sit down for a second for this one. Um, I love the stool I still have here. Um, the only way that works is that the node managers are responsible for what they link to. Okay, that said, let's look at podcastalley.com. The name itself says what it is. Um, it is the alley behind podcasting. The issue at hand is that a couple of podcasts have popped up into these directories in the past couple of weeks um, that the majority of people find offensive. Uh, one is a hate podcast, and one is a podcast uh, apparently about uh, pedophilia. I, I was so uh, emotional about the conversations that have been going on on Podcast Alley um, because it's become very um, actually hateful and uh, very aggressive the way people are attacking um, Chris, myself, Podshow, other members of the community about this issue. I think the conversation is just no longer a, a grown-up conversation. This is not, I repeat, this is not a free speech issue. I've really thought about this. We cannot be responsible for what other people put in their OPML files. We can't tell a node manager to put, put something in or take something out. The only way to solve this is to put our foot down and say that we have the right, we reserve the right to not list a podcast if we feel we don't have to or want to. And I removed it because that is my space. That is the space that I control and that is owned by Podshow and the community of people who do not want anything poorly to reflect upon us. So I think you will see that um, the offensive quote-unquote, offensive podcasts will be removed from Podcast Alley. What I'm so emotional about, though, is the tactics that have been played out in this without even any consideration for time, for thought, for the resources, for the consequences that go into this, and people are blackmailing us, people are sending um, emails with half-truths and sometimes lies to mainstream media to try and quote, stir the shit up, or call us out, you know, it's a completely wrong way to go about it. It is so incredibly disappointing. Um, and by the way, you know, threats been made uh, to our investors. Uh, they're very aware, have dealt with this before, have been, giving us, have been giving us some excellent advice on the topic, and we're trying to be as mature as possible about this. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah, uh, that's, that uh, was the wrap-up. Pretty typical. Uh, that's how Jewish smears work. Well, I've been following the this uh, very closely, and uh, it, it was. I think it's great that he does. You know, he, he's he's very loquacious, so he he gives us a rundown on how they got him uh, to fold. And uh, of course, they didn't go by the book and say, "Well, you know, we're going to try to win by our, our arguments alone." Uh, they, you know, started calling him a hater and. Uh, a promoter of hate, and they were saying, "Well, we're going to get you listed in the in in the newspaper as a hater, and we're going to talk to your investors." And they sent emails to the, the venture capitalist company, uh, saying, "You know, do you support hate and whatnot?" And they they put the pressure on him, and he uh, he ended up having to remove uh, us from his directory. We're 
right on the precipice of where Germany, France, Canada, and now even England are, and that is to where thought crimes are prosecuted in the courts and you literally become a criminal. Now we're just uh, vile little creatures. It's coming, and the whites listening have to really think about it. You know, is the trade-off in your family's future and safety worth it to face some criticism now? Because what's coming, if the Jews get their way, is prosecuted thought crimes. Yeah, they, they also uh, brought, well, it was very strange because in the first uh, clip or last week the clip we aired you know he did say uh, we are for free speech and and whatnot uh, but you know of course there are certain subjects that are just too taboo to handle and one of them is pedophilia and he, he said that as an example well lo and behold the next week who appears in the directory but a pedophile a pedophile and so they used the pedophile, and in fact, the pedophile was posting on the forum saying, yes, I'm for free speech and, and whatnot, more or less adopting what our position would be. That was what got a lot of people and a lot of Christians and, let's say, just a lot of uh, goy-go-alongs to, to push the censorship button, uh, the button they wouldn't have pushed in our case because we were, you know, we have facts on our side and, you know, we're making political commentary here. But that was used to push the censorship button, and not only was he zapped, but we were zapped at the same time because we were causing other problems. You, you can yeah. believe that the same Jews that were complaining about us either set this guy up or just created him out of thin air, and his podcast it, it created a fictional character and fed it on there, I'm, I'm sure is what happened. Uh, but this should just show the audience, this is how Jews have always operated. They're dishonest creatures. They operate between days. They on, operate under... As we've seen in this very show, they operate under assumed names. They've got dozens of names. And, uh, and, and uh, they're always whining, and they can't stand to have their arguments brought out into the, into the light and confronted. They have to win by smearing and lying and murdering, and they've always done it that way. And they will continue to do it that way until enough of us identify them and say, as so many European cities, city-states, nations have done, get the hell out of our country, you goddamn alien creeps. You hook-nosed parasites, you lying, sniveling curs. What can we say to people like Goyfire? And, and Curry's, Curry's not even, he, he was a little bit dishonest about that. I mean, he had, he admitted last time that 59 of the 60 emails he got said, leave it alone. Let people make up their minds if they want to hear it. And I'll tell you more than that, a lot of those people agree with what we're saying here. It's not merely that they supported our technical legal freedom, they know that what we're saying is true, and they know that we are a genuine alternative, just as he purports to be to the music industry, we are to politics and culture, and we should be on that, he should have left us on, he should have had character, but you can't expect any character these days, white men out there who want to show that they have character, that they're daring, that they're revolutionary, we are the real alternative to the, uh, to the mainstream, it's not that crappy emo music, it's us. We are the people who would have quested north or the South Pole a hundred years ago. This is the real fight of your times. If you want to join it, sign up with us. We are what they are afraid of because we are genuinely different. We are rebellious. We are revolutionaries. We don't like the system the way it is. The system that feeds you arid, crappy music and, and bogus politics. We have something better and different. It was just last week. Uh, we were complimenting Adam Curry for his... Uh, Stand in Fort Riceness and in his Aryan uh, 
actions. And you know what? Stan didn't even have it edited and on the uh, on the air yet before the guy had retracted uh, our being there. I knew we made a mistake. He chumped us. Yeah. Hey, hey, Craig, Craig. I think it was actually uh, the guy mm-hmm. who stood up for free speech was a guy named Mike Murray, M-U-R-R-Y, who's the node manager. And last time, Curry was saying, well, I can't. M- Murray had submitted to him said, look, if you're telling me to take this off, then you might as well remove me as director because he doesn't want to censor it. So right, he has the Aryan instincts. And I think Curry actually does, too. But maybe we can get in touch with this Murray and uh, get a little more insight into what, into what went down. And and uh, I'll try. Yeah, well, now because I have I have a feeling that yeah, well, Curry himself would have left it up, but that's uh, as is so often the case. People get a little bit of pressure and they fold to it. And the Jews can only get along with this. Is the Jewish bullies can only get along with this as long as good Aryan men allow them to. All that is necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. That's what Edmund Burke said a couple hundred years ago, and that refers directly to Aryans and Jews. Don't let the Jews get away with bullying you. Stand up to them. Refuse to knuckle under to their lies and their pressure and their smear campaigns. We can beat them. Yeah, well, Curry more or less had a, a free a free, a free, free way out. I mean, he had taken the issue on. He opened up the lines of communication. He got the feedback. It was open, shut. He could have just, you know, ridden it out and let the Jews try from behind the scenes. But, you know, he folded. But, uh, you know, Mike Murray is one of the node managers who didn't. And uh, now the Jews are looking to infiltrate that level. Uh, and are trying to become node managers of other topics, you know, uh, you name it. So they can play the Mandarin judges behind the scenes, censoring things that that the other directories uh, get or don't get. And uh, that that is the real danger, that this new medium uh, will in turn be as or become as stifled as, as the the old medium. I think the only way they're going to be able to do that is with legislation. That's what made this clear to me, that they can't stop the Internet, but they can legislate thought crime. And uh, as we're seeing with Winnicky, they're turning the screws on him in Canada. Uh, I think, in fact, an injunction has been issued this last week, uh, barring him from from using the Internet in any way um, to spread so-called hate propaganda. So... That's the only way they're going to get this thing under control, and uh, that's that's uh, where they're moving right now. Even though even though we've been taken off, I uh, what is it, Podcaster Alley? We're still on other uh, other uh, pod directories, and of course we'll continue to do what our do- we're doing and won't be dissuaded by anybody. What what we find here is in everything else is that good Aryans are going to cu- succumb to bad Jews' pressure. What we will simply do is go ahead and make our very own podcast directory. We don't need to worry about the Adam Curry's of the world, the, the other weaklings giving in to this sort of uh, pressure from these, these Jew creeps. Uh, well, we can make our own. We will. Stay tuned. We do have some other TMB and TJ segments in the news, but uh, because we have Byron on air, uh, we decided to keep it brief. Uh, there was a new spy scandal uh, that hit the wires this week. Uh, Shane, you, you did mention something briefly about that. Yes, uh, there was a Filipino spy who's been working in the White House for three years. He was discovered by the FBI, and initial reports didn't tell us that this aide to Vice President Cheney 
was actually himself an official FBI analyst. He's a 21-year Marine That's veteran, an, uh, official, and he formerly worked for. Analyst. <laughs> well, it, it begs the question: the FBI is so darn busy uh, running down whites who are, who are running our mouths that uh, uh, they really can't uh, manage their own employees in the uh, in the uh, human development affirmative action section. Yeah. Now he was uh, accused of sending uh, highly sensitive documents to the Philippines. Was that right, or was? this another Israeli connection? Well, it's not completely known, but it, it has been alleged that he sent it to several Filipino senators, and get this, he was also involved with a guy named Aquino, I think not related to the former president of the Philippines, but this Aquino, in March 2005, uh, was popped for being overstaying his visa. So this is what they're doing. Uh, here's the terrorism. <laughs> I mean, how much plainer does it get? He's overstayed the visa since March '05. Why wasn't he booted out of the country? Yeah, well, uh, I guess uh, the immigration, the immigration uh, people have ha been having so much to do with, uh, you know, the Mexican situation. I'm sure the Filipino uh, fell under the radar. Oh, and, and that's real easy, man. I know what ICE uh, agents that uh, service uh, my part of uh, of Utah. There's only three agents. What's ICE? Uh, three for the entire state. Immigration Control Enforcement. Yes, okay. yes, that's what it is. Well, you know, local law enforcement around here is uh, is frustrated because, you know, we have a number of illegals, and, uh, you know, they get pulled over for uh, driving drunk or recklessly, and, uh, you know, the the local sheriffs ask them and, and deputies ask them for, for papers, and, of course, they can't produce them, and so they'll call uh, ICE, they'll call ICE, and ICE just says, Deal with it. We we don't we don't have the time or the resources to come and pick them up. Yeah. Well, you would think this guy, being so close as he was to the FBI, would have been put under a bit more scrutiny. But I guess the opposite uh, was the case. Well, in effect, he's an FBI agent. I, I mean, he's a he's a formal analyst for the FBI, and he's a Marine too. In fact, a 21-year Marine. Okay. Well, uh, I think we're through the topics tonight. Any closing statements? And all you people who are listening to this on your MP3 players and your podcasts, all you kids, 16-year-old kids, adults, 50-year-olds, women in their 40s, 50s, 30s, 20s, I don't care, vnnforum.com. Come and talk with us. Yeah, get in touch with us um, because we are the good guys. That's for sure. Uh, Alex? It is. We are, we are the good guys. We are the ones who know where our nation came from. We are the ones to lead our nation into the future. It sure as hell ain't the Republicans and the Democrats both of which are controlled by Jews just like Slimy Sheldon and uh, his, his, his supersized Cretanic pal. Uh, what we've got is uh, we've got TAA ready. It's going to be printed this week. It's going to be 16 pages. I think we're going to have a little color in it. We've got all kinds of hush crime, like this story that Craig's talking about, and we always link it back to the causative Jew. And, of course, we have Katrina photo essay and a lot of other good stuff. I encourage you all, as Craig did, to... Uh, Buy a copy of uh, Byron's film, The Line in the Sand, which uh, you can get through octobersunfilms.com, and we want to thank him for joining us again today. Uh, go to vnnforum.com and uh, join. We've got, what, over, we've got about 4,000 people on there right now. It's growing every day. People talking about all the stuff that, uh, that makes Adam, Adam Curry and the rest of the system-friendly media fear. They fear it because it offers something genuinely different, and uh, we offer genuine news and genuine uh, companionship and Let's make a change in America.
Thanks for being with us, and uh, we are the good guys. Yeah, that's right. Here, here. Thanks, Byron. Thanks, Stan, for making this show possible. And until uh, next time, America, this is Aegis wishing you the best of goodbye. Everything you say goes to the Email us in flatboyfire.com. Live right chat. 24-7. IRC or Java. Pick your poison. White Racialist. Intercourse. Live and online. VNN Live. That's right. Live chat for VNN. VNN.MINE.NU. 1488 slash join number VNN. And for you Java folks, HTTP colon double slash VNN dot M-I-N-E dot N-U colon 88 slash VNN live. Antis need not apply. Come get some. The Aryan Alternative. News and views for whites you won't find anywhere else. The Aryan Alternative is a print publication of uncensored news for whites. Be the first in your neighborhood to distribute news without the Jews by ordering 100 copies for $12 through the Vanguard News Network. Visit GoVNN.com for ordering information. The Aryan Alternative and the Vanguard News Network. No Jews, just right. You're listening to Vanguard Radio.